Now we're live. All right. Yeah. Yo, what's up, my brother? Man, not much. What's up with you? Did you get that grass mode? I got the grass mode, weedy, edged, and got it done. Usually takes me about two hours to mow my front and back lawn. It's like a lot and a half. And uh, I think I got it down like an hour and a half, a little bit faster. I was I, I was booking it. I was pushing that push lawnmower. Awesome. Yeah. Sure. Oh, shoot. I, I'm still trying to get things set up here. Oh, you're fine. I, I figured I'd, as soon as I got home, I, I went out there and mowed and did all that. And then came inside, ate dinner real quick, hopped in the shower, got cleaned up. You should have taken the shower. I, had to, I was covering grass. <laughs> I know. I'm, I've been under trucks all week. I, oh, yeah? Doing repairs? Yeah, just maintenance. You know, I had, um, I'm trying to multitask here. Um, no, I, heck I've been, I've been crawling, doing maintenance on trucks all week. We just haven't really had been real busy. So gotcha. yeah, yeah. So that's what we've been up to there. At least I got the first, first two books that I want to cover. I, I attempted to right before I hopped on here, I attempted to look, get into the Gmail account and I guess you go through Google for that, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll figure it out. I just haven't I didn't get very far with it. So I'm trying to get on there to see what Facebook decided. Oh, see really? If they uh, decided to to uh, say nope, sorry, you're not who you say. Because what what's difficult is see, I already have a Facebook page, mm-hmm. and so they asked me to send my a picture of my driver's license when I was making that page because I I tried to make the birthday for the page the the the, the day that our first episode dropped. Well, oh. that's too young. That's that's too young. I was I was under thirteen. I was too young to be on Facebook. <laughs> oh no! So then they 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 blocked me, and then they gave me the op- option to essentially fight it. And so I did send them that picture. So I'm hoping they don't you know see that I'm like oh well, this guy's got this account and maybe he's trying to hack somebody else's account. I don't know what's going to happen. I may have to just start a whole new page and do things a little bit different. But yeah, we'll see guys. I was beginning Facebook. Yeah. I was beginning to think that it was that they were already trying to censor us. (laughs) Oh yeah. No, no, not yet. Anyway. (laughs) Oh, that's good. We'll see. We will. We'll see. Oh, I thought of a, another topic we should discuss in in a future podcast. And I want to do, I think we can relate it biblically pretty well. Yeah. So I think what I'd like to do is, sorry, it's just, <laughs> I was just reading your text. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I got to put this thing on mute. So if I get a bunch of yeah. phone calls. Anyway, so a topic for another podcast. I don't know if it'll be the next podcast. It might be. So yeah, grass, the grass isn't always greener on the other side is what I'd like the title to be. Gotcha. And so I think we can we can do that. You know, it kind of would cover kind of lust, lust and uh, maybe gluttony. I, I don't know yet. I haven't figured it out. I just the the title kind of came to me a uh, couple nights ago, and I was like, oh, you know what? That maybe we can figure something out like that. Yeah, no, that'd be great. I would love that. That's that's uh, right up my alley. <laughs> yeah. So, well, all right. So let's. Let's get this rolling. Um, not necessarily we have to jump into it, but let's uh, introduce the show, huh? Fearless. Chase. Bold. Following. Courageous. Search. I'm Aaron. And I'm Marshall. And this is Undaunted Pursuit.
Guys, welcome back to the Undaunted Pursuit Podcast. I'm Aaron, and uh, as always, we have Marshall with us. Hey, Marshall. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. How are y'all doing today? Glad to be back. So we're back again for another episode. So I had to take off of work early yesterday because the kids caught the sickness that we had while they were away. Oh, no. Uh, so it finally oh. made it, it's finally made its full circle. And Wyatt, my oldest, he was pukey and uh so i came home and hunter my second youngest i think is what it yeah so there's savannah my youngest and then hunter so hunter he was he wasn't feeling too hot either so i came home early and uh he's sleeping i was up till i don't know i was up till midnight 12 15 or so editing this podcast trying to get it ready to drop today and uh, so he woke up at about 11 30 or 11 o'clock and helped me edit the rest of the podcast so that was cool he enjoyed it well it stinks that the kids are getting it but it's a good thing that they are getting it so they can get it through their system and and uh, move past it get it behind them i know it i was yelling at him yesterday i was sitting there on the computer i'd cleaned i'd gotten home i cleaned up the house and he comes out of the bedroom obviously it thrown up on the floor in the bedroom and he's he's whining at me about his stomach hurting. He's like, oh, it hurts so bad. It hurts so bad. I was like, get to the bathroom. Get to the bathroom. And he's like, oh, but it hurts so bad. I was like, run. I'm yelling at him at this point. I was like, <laughs> run, run, run. And he, and he won't move. So he finally, he takes off to the bathroom, but he's throwing up the whole way to the bathroom. So he, he strung puke oh. all the way into the bathroom. So here I had to clean it up. And then I got the carpet cleaner out. I carpet cleaned. I got it all cleaned up. And Hunter was kind of up moving around at that point. And we were standing in the kitchen. Wyatt was, uh, said he was starting to, he was feeling better after throwing up. And Hunter goes and takes a drink and then just pukes all over the floor in the kitchen. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh man. So it was a, it was a pukey day yesterday for, for them boys. It was an eventful night for you. Well, Luckily, they slept. So, yeah, that's yeah. Good. So anyway, any anything exciting happened to you this week? Well, um, nothing quite like that. You know, everybody's healthy on the home front here, thankfully. <laughs> you know, uh, I, I, as usual, work has been busy, which is a good thing because uh, it keeps me keeps me going, makes the day the, the day go by a little bit faster. I'm getting a lot of new orders in every day, people wanting some new power and electricity to their house. So that's that's nice. Just again, we're you know, we're staying busy with the house, trying to get it prepped and ready to sell. So got a got a hole to fill. I actually went to go fill uh, one of the holes in last week. So I bought some sheetrock, mm-hmm. and I got like the, the, the sheetrock that I got was too thin, and so I, I thought it was. So I took it back. I got the thicker stuff. Came back, put the wood behind the sheetrock. You know, screwed screwed it in, got it in there, and then went to cut the other piece of sheetrock out to fit the hole, and it was too thick. So I've got to take that back and go get the thinner stuff again and bring it back and fill that hole in. Just do some tape bed, texture, mud, and some painting, you know, all that good stuff. So, uh, yeah, we're just staying busy with that. Um, And then, you know, I I, man, my life is just getting busier. You know, it's Thursday nights. We're doing the podcast. Friday Mm -hmm. night, I have Celebrate Recovery up at the church. Uh, Of course, working Monday through Friday. Um, Every weekend, it seems like we're doing something. You know, it's just, just constantly, constantly going, which is nice. I'm looking forward to a, a little mini vacation coming up at the end of the month. Oh, where uh, are you going? Family. Uh, me and Kelsey and all the family. So all, m- the majority of the family are coming down from Missouri. 
Mm-hmm. And we're all meeting up at Lake Texoma. Hannah, Hannah got a, uh, she rented um, a large uh, house. Which is Marshall's sister, by the way. Yeah, yeah, my, yep, my only sister. Uh, yeah, so she rented that. And so family from Missouri and here in Texas, we're all going to just meet up and just have a good time for, for a couple of days and uh, make memories. So looking cool. forward to that. That'd be nice. Yeah, yeah I can relate. Shoot, we're, we're constantly busy. You know, we got our small group Monday mm-hmm. nights and podcast on Thursdays. And of course, my wife is working now or, you know, she's been working, but with her working and me working and, oh man, and editing, that takes a lot out yeah. of it. So yeah, I can relate. We are always busy. Oh yeah. And how do we find the time to do anything? I got to find the time this weekend. Oh, <laughs> man, I forgot to go over and grab my hunting tags. I'm taking the kids out turkey hunting this weekend. Oh, that'll be fun. It reminds yeah. me, I need to go get our fishing license so we can fish when we go up there. Yeah. <laughs> I got several places I'm we're going to go. I hope the kids can bag a turkey. I got three of them wanting to go, and I've got three spots. So Awesome. Yeah. Man, that'll be fun. Yeah. And then bear season is open right now, but there's still too much snow. I still, just before the podcast, I'm still building a fire in the fireplace. Oh, man, <laughs> isn't that crazy? Day while I was mowing. It is. It, it is crazy. It's spring, man. Get I with know. it, Idaho. <laughs> Cold. Yeah, I think. Uh, I think the high today was only forty-seven. Oh, really? Yeah. It may have gotten. I think today. Go I think today it was in the in the seventies, but man, it felt so much hotter while I was mowing. The sun was just beating down on my face. <laughs> I thought I was gonna die. Yeah. I mean, I was breathing so hard because I'm so out of shape. I haven't been in the gym forever because uh, my truck's been in the shop forever. Yeah. And man. I'm start pushing that more. I'm just like gasping for air. It was, it was, it was sad. If people were driving by that plug, man, that poor guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know we, I know we beat this horse to death, but uh, we need, we need some nicer weather. I got those plants inside the house are getting bigger. And well, we, I think we just, we're just either just getting ready to, or we just ordered our greenhouse. So hopefully oh, cool. we'll be able to get that out and get some plants going outside instead of in the house that'll be awesome before too long it'll be a jungle in there yeah y'all have always been into it seems like gardening if not gardening raising some sort of animal to <laughs> um eat or eat from you know whether it produces yep. eggs or something i've always been doing that so i've watched that was really cool yeah no we've always been pretty self not self-sufficient uh, you know i guess yeah we uh, for the most part self-sufficient we had when we lived in tennessee we had uh started a farm from scratch and raised goats rabbits quail chicken pigs bees made our own soaps <laughs> had a huge garden so yeah no it was awesome and then we started making our own deodorant now and then the stuff a lot of the stuff we grow is uh medicinal herbs too we're into all that natural stuff that's good hey I, I we go. i may sound like a hippie guys on here but if you see me, I am not a hippie. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's far from a hippie. Uh, but you know, we we do the same thing. We eat super healthy. Well, my wife eats a lot healthier than I do. She does a, the, the whole vegan diet. Um, I I do that, and I you know I still eat meat and stuff because I just you know I like my meat. But um, I eat a lot less than I used to. But we're the same way. We do as as all natural as we can with with a lot of different things because it's just you know it makes you feel better. Yeah, better way to go. Yeah, no, we we don't eat most of our meat other than chicken comes from stuff we kill and yeah you know it's uh, we, we like it a lot better actually so much so that you can taste the difference when you taste beef 
Actually, we've gotten to grow to not like beef at all. So if we order meat really? from like a processor, you know, from like a, a butcher, it'll mainly be just pork. Gotcha. So sometimes if it was a hard hunting season or something like that, we would order a whole hog from, from the butcher and have that in the freezer. But we got a lot of mouths to feed, so I couldn't afford you do. I couldn't afford to buy the meat from the store. Oh, especially this day and age. For sure. We used to buy from a butcher here in town before we cut back on our meat and because uh, it was just better quality meats than going to the stores, the local stores. And so we just go to the butcher and get some pork and some beef and all that good Heck stuff. Yeah. So so anyway, um, Aaron, what do you have? What do you have planned for what's the subject? What's the what's the topic for tonight? Well, the, the subject is fear. Fear. What are you like afraid that. of? What am but... I afraid of? <laughs> what, are, what are you afraid of? The kids, uh, the kids ask me this all the time. Dad, are you afraid of anything? <laughs> like, well, you wouldn't understand what I'm afraid of, you know? Right. Yeah. Of course, I'm afraid of you guys getting hurt. You know, this is in the context of me talking to the kids. Yeah. Sometimes I fear you guys getting hurt or I fear, you know, the biggest thing that I fear would be uh, letting them down or disappointing my family. That's kind of minuscule, but you know, you, you get to feeling, especially as a parent, you get to feeling like you're not doing enough. Like you're not, uh, what's the word? You just don't feel like, like you're giving the kids everything you can, but right. So I guess if I was to answer the kids, honestly, but they're, when they're asking what I'm afraid of, it's like, are you afraid of spiders? Are you afraid of falling off a cliff? Are you afraid of being out in the woods at dark? No, no, I'm not, you know, that's normal, you know? Yeah. But how about you? You know, um, it's, I would say a couple of weeks ago at our CR group, we actually watched a testimony of a guy and he was talking about fear. And then after that, that uh, video, I told everybody, you know, cause you, you meet in a large group and you split off in a smaller group, so women with women and men with men. And I, I told everybody, I said, Hey, when y'all split off, I said, be thinking about what kind of fears that you have. And then talk and pray about that amongst one another in your groups. And uh, anyway, so it's interesting that you, that you, you know, that we're talking about fear tonight because just recently I was talking about it. But, you know, there's, there's physical fears, there's mental fears, there's spiritual fears. There's different types of fear out there. And that's something I had mentioned to those people in, in that group. And, you know, I, I have a fear of heights. Mm-hmm. Um, which is funny because I used to climb poles, uh, electrical poles and stuff for a living. And I, I, I hated it. You know, I, I, I liked it, but the same time I didn't because I had a fear. Uh, I have a fear of public speaking, but yet I do it Yep. every week, you know, <laughs> and then here doing this even, you know, but now I've spoken in front of a lot of people. I've spoken in front of small amounts of people and uh, I've gotten fear, but I do it. But, you know, I, I think I've also got a fear of, there's been times in my marriage of having a fear of not being able to provide for, for my family and not doing enough for my family. So, I mean, those, those are a few fears that I have. And I think I've, you know, there's other fears that, that I deal with too. I just can't. Sure. Just a quick uh, summary. Think of them, but yeah. Yeah. Cause I kind of wanted to lead into there are two types of fear in, in, in the biblical sense. Okay. So you mentioned that you'd mentioned that there are several different types, but in the biblical sense, there are two types of fear. The first is to fear the Lord. Now that's not, that's not to say being afraid of him, but rather to acknowledge and respect God's power and, and who he is. 
So when when the Bible talks about to fear the Lord, it, it's not necessarily talking about what we think as fear. It's talking about a healthy respect for his power, just how how powerful he actually is. Yeah. Psalms and Proverbs do a great job at explaining uh, fear of the Lord, in, in my opinion. Fear of the Lord, you know, so if you look at 111 verse 10, I'm not going to read it, but it, uh, to summarize it, fear of the Lord leads to wisdom and understanding. I actually just looked up a verse while you were doing that. It's in Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy 6, and they're talking about a call for wholehearted commitment. And uh, I'll read just the first and second verse there, but it says, these are the commands, decrees, and regulations that the Lord your God commanded me to teach you. You must obey them in the land you are about to enter and occupy. And you and your children and grandchildren must fear the Lord your God as long as you live. And if you obey all his decrees and commands, you will enjoy long life. So yeah, I mean, I think, you know, like you said, fearing the Lord your God, it's, it's mentioned throughout the Bible quite a bit. Yeah. And actually, fear not, the the word, the phrase fear not, and this is according to an online search that I, when I was kind of studying for this podcast, fear not is the most repeated command in the Bible. I didn't, there was a lot of, there was a lot of back and forth. I couldn't find anything set in stone as to how many times. There was some uh, articles that I was reading that said that there was 365 times it was said in the Bible. And then some said it was only like a hundred and some odd. So I couldn't come up with a clear answer as to how many times it was said, but I did find stuff that said that fear not is the most repeated command in the Bible. And, you know, I do kind of like if it's mentioned 365 times, that's, it's pretty cool. Cause you know, that would have been intentional one, you know, and it was put in the, in the article that I was reading. Uh, it was one for every day of the year. To fear not mm-hmm. words from words from God, but okay. So let's back up a little bit. And this is all about fear. I want to talk about the believer first. So somebody, somebody who is already a Christian and, and what we should do as believers with addressing fear. And I want to talk about what do we have to fear in relation to sharing Jesus with others, which I myself struggle with that as well. And it may sound crazy, but you know, I'm, I'm looking at my buddy Marshall and that's easy. But for me to get up in front of some uh, a crowd, that would be awfully difficult. And that would be another one of my fears that I would have. That being said, uh, let's look it up here. First Peter chapter 2, 9 through 10. I'm just going to read this little excerpt here, and then, and then we'll talk about it. But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, and a consecrated nation, a special people for God's own possession, so that you may proclaim the excellencies of and the wonderful deeds and virtues and perfections of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. So Peter brings up, we are royal priesthood. We are all priests, the believer, and we are all qualified to represent God in front of men throughout the world, in front of men and women throughout the world. So it's something, I, the reason I'm tying that is to the fear of preaching or spreading the good news of Jesus is the fact that you, you don't have to feel not good enough. You don't have to feel that you need some sort of special title or what's the word for it? Or, ordained ordination. Yeah, like an ordained minister or something. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody can. And I think we have we covered the fact that anybody can baptize too. A fellow believer can baptize. If you, Marshall, were a new believer and yeah, you weren't baptized yet in water baptism and you asked me, you felt comfortable with me baptizing you, I could do that under God's authority as a right. believer. Mm-hmm. 
So what do we have to fear? We have the mind of Christ. We have the spirit of God. And we already know with those, we already know what to do in any situation because the new law is written on our heart. So that's, I do encourage, I do encourage the listeners to read through Romans as Paul discusses, discusses this as well with the, the, the new law being saved by grace and all that. It, he covers it extensively in Romans and it, it's a good read really is. So who are we to say that we are not good enough to share and spread the gospel of Christ based on the thought and teaching that we are all priests qualified to represent God in front of men and women in the world. So I think that that being said, we should not fear how things are presented because the Holy spirit within us will guide us in all situations. Yeah, I'll put that in there. Just, I, I kind of reiterated myself, but I wanted to, it's worth it's worth repeating, you know, especially in the talking about fear as a believer and fear of sp- spreading God's word. Yeah, I, I think that um, when it comes to fear, you know, you talk about the Holy Spirit, you know, me personally, I've been in, the, in a position before where I was in church and I was praying and I felt the Holy Spirit lead me to go pray for a gentleman that was sitting up at the front of our church. Mm-hmm. And the fear of what other people may think of me, or I thought, what if that's not the right person? Or what if this is just my mind I'm here and I'm making this up in my head and it's not God. And so that fear in me kept me from going and praying for and with that gentleman. And sure enough, I didn't do it because I was afraid. But since I didn't do it, God's going to make sure he gets done what he wants to get done. Because Mm -hmm. not a few minutes later, Somebody else completely different got up and went up there and prayed with that same guy. So, you know, fear can keep us from doing God's work, from blessing people, uh, and also being blessed. That's good. That's good. You're, you're right. Fear, fear can be a powerful force and, and extremely hard to overcome. And that's the, the cool thing about God is that even though you miss an opportunity, he, he, there's, there's times that he will bring you right back to it. He'll bring you, he'll bring you full circle. I do like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I had some of the common fears and we'll get into this here in a little bit. Fear of life and death, fear of life, fear of what tomorrow brings, fear of how am I going to, how am I going to accomplish that task? How am I going to get through this situation? That's what I'm referencing when I talk fear of life, fear of death. Of course, that's pretty self-explanatory, uh, which would be you, you fear dying. Uh, some other common ones, fear of rejection, which I think Marshall, you pointed out, fear of missing out, uh, missing out on on anything. I really don't know how to expand on that, but, and then fear of failure. And that's a big one. Yeah. All, all overcomable, all overcomable through, through Jesus, but we'll, we'll expand on that here in a minute. So let's talk about, let's talk about somebody who is not necessarily a believer, not necessarily a Christian. And to those of you who who are just kind of on the edge and you, you haven't, you haven't accepted Jesus as your personal Lord and savior. What do you have to lose? What do you have to fear just to hear God's message and then formulate your own response based on a message of love? I mean, it is not, there's nothing, there's nothing about the gospel message that, that is, what's the word I'm looking for, Marshall? I know, Aaron. (laughs) (laughs) I'm at a loss for words too. There, there's nothing in the gospel message that is uh, offending. I mean, because yeah. I know that's easy for 
easy for me to see, say, easy for Marshall to say, but really we've, we've outlined in our podcast before this one, the simple steps, how easy it is to just put your faith and trust in, in God. And, and this is all based on a loving father. So, you know, what do you have to fear as a non-Christian based on that love message? It never hurts to hear someone out. So if you have somebody, somebody talking to you, I understand there's extenuating circumstances, but it never hurts to hear someone out. I try to do more listening than talking. I may not be good at it at times, but I do try and make a conscious effort to do so. Let's, uh, let me find it here real quick. While you're finding that, I wanted to kind of go back and say, and, and, and I just came across this on my, on my Bible app that I have here on my phone, mm-hmm. um, Romans 8.38, and a lot of you know, Christians are going to be really familiar with this verse. It says, I am, and I am convinced that nothing can ever separate us from God's love, neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither our fears for today, nor our worries about tomorrow. Not even the power of hell can separate us from God's love. And what I like about that is, you know, I think that fear and worry kind of go hand in hand because I think that, you know, I, I feel like if you're, if you're, if you have fear and if you're worrying, you're really not trusting and having faith in God. Because if you do trust God, and if you are having complete and total faith in God, you have nothing to fear. You have nothing to worry about because you know he's going to take care of you. But anyway, Romans 8, 38, um, I thought that was really, really good verse. You jumped the gun on me, Marshall. <laughs> you jumped the gun on me. I was going to cover that in when we, when we move to the next segment in fear in life and death. But that's okay. We will reference back to that because... Um, I do have to cover this. We were talking about the love message as an unbeliever and hearing that for the first time. And what do you have to fear? What do you have to lose? First John chapter four, verse 18. There is no fear in love. Dread does not exist, but perfect, complete, full grown love drives out fear because fear involves the expectation of divine punishment. So the one who is afraid of God's judgment is not perfected in love. It has not grown to to a into a sufficient understanding of God's love. I think that tied in nicely to to what I was talking about to to a love message, a uh, belief system that is based on love. I agree, and I, I do believe that somewhere to you know some what's the verse without love? I I can't remember. Anyway, moving on. So you covered. So I'll add this last little bit in this segment, and then. Let me look up another so I can finish this out. I'm sorry, guys. I have not, I didn't have a chance to really mark every spot that I have here. So if you find yourself getting worked up in fear over something, remember God's word in Philippians chapter four, six, verse six through seven. Do not be anxious or worried about anything, but in everything, every circumstance and situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, continue to make your specific requests known to God and the peace of God, that peace, which reassures the heart, that peace, which transcends all understanding that peace which stands guard over your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus is yours. I have a lot of favorite verses. The the Bible is is my favorite, but that is pretty easy to say that it is one of my favorite verses because I, I relate, I say I, my family and I relate to that quite a bit, especially the part where it says by prayer and uh, do not be anxious or worried about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, continue to make your requests known to God. 
that kind of ties into ties into prayer. If you're fearing something, if you're getting worked up over something, pray, pray. God will and make those specific requests. You and be blunt about it. Ask Him what specifically uh, you want as far as overcoming overcoming that fear. We can tie that in there as well. What do you think? Got anything? I, think to add? I agree with you. <laughs> no, I don't have I don't have anything to add. Um, I'm 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 listening to you. I'm doing a lot of listening right now, and I'm also looking up some other verses. While, while, while you're, while you're talking. So I'm, I'm kind of absorbing, <laughs> I'm absorbing it probably as much as our listeners are uh, today. So if you don't hear me talking as much today, uh, Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm learning just as much as y'all are today. So tell me what, what uh, Romans eight, what verses did you cover in Romans there again? The Romans eight thirty eight. Did you go all the way through 39? No, no, I stopped at eight at 38. Okay. So I'm right there. Luckily, we're I'm studying Romans too, which has made it awfully difficult to study for this podcast because we should be just doing what I'm studying right now is Romans. So uh, that's beside the point. But uh, okay, so eight, Marshall read Romans chapter eight, 38, and I'll continue on. I'll start in 38 again, and I will go through verse 39. For I'm convinced and continue to be convinced beyond any doubt that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor uh, principalities, nor things present and threatening, nor things to come, nor powers. And here's 39, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing will be able to separate us from the unlimited love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Can you guys see that just in the few amount of Bible verses we have read, that the main focus is love, which is what we lack in today's, yeah. which is precisely what we lack society. in society, which is why you see us, why you see a lot of fear, why you see a lot of hate and you see a lot of uh, discontent. It, it, we have a love problem, a lack of love problem. Yeah, it's true. If we would be more like Christ and be more loving to everybody we come in contact with, and I'm, I'm talking to myself right now, uh, man, this world would be such a better place and a more enjoyable place to live. And you would see a lot of the problems we see in today's society go away. Love is love is important. God wouldn't mention it if it wasn't important. That's right. I mean, he defined love. Love is patient. Yeah. Love is yeah. kind. Hey, find mm-hmm. that real quick. Can you find that? Yeah. Um, let me type it in. <laughs> I know. And I, guys, well, he's looking that up. I, we may sound like we're preaching to you, but we're we're preaching to ourselves just as much. Uh, we have, we are not perfect people. And we just, we're just here to try and present this message to you guys to, to give you thoughts and something to think on as you go through your week. And so hopefully we don't come off too, too preachy, but that's, that's kind of the deal. <laughs> that's kind of the point. Well, you know, this, and I, I found that verse, but you know, like, like we've said, yes, that we you know this podcast isn't your typical you know, you're going to listen to someone just preach a sermon and, and, and that's great. You know, that, that those, those podcasts are amazing. I'm glad there's people out there doing that kind of stuff, but that's just not us. You know, what we're, we're talking about just everyday life and reality and how God ties in to our everyday lives. And it's just an unedited version of, you know, or just an, an, an unedited uh, podcast essentially. Um, but aside from that, so it was first Corinthians 13, Four that you mentioned that love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. It does not demand its own way. And it keeps That's going. Perfect. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. That, that 
that is the main point of it. Yeah, that was 1 Corinthians 13, 4 and 5 that I read this thing. Perfect. So I'm looking up. I had a thought while you were talking, <laughs> and I've been trying to do a better job at not interrupting you because I'm getting I'm getting super tired of, of trying to edit that junk out, <laughs> but um, I wish I could remember it. It was, it was good. But anyway, we'll move on. Fear and life and death. And I have Matthew chapter six, verse 34. So don't worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Basically what it's saying, it's real simple. Live for today. Don't dwell in the past and don't fear the future. To put it in the layman's terms, if you're worrying, if you're having fear and you're worrying about what is going to happen tomorrow, it, it takes away from it takes away from what's happening today. It takes you away from your family time, uh, paying attention to those kids, paying attention to your wife. And it, it just that's what that's what worrying about tomorrow brings. And it's got enough trouble. So don't dwell. Don't dwell on the past. It's another thing that only causes problems. It only causes grief and and uh, eventually leads to anger and what's the other word leads to anger and oh man discontent it's not discontent well i guess it could be discontent i'm sure what it is i have to look it up and yeah, find out. just leads to anger we'll leave it at that i had uh let's see here do you have anything else you want to add before we move on no i'm still looking at love verses i'm all about this love <laughs> i had it, it really it really kind of irks me a little bit that I can't remember what I was going to say because it was going to take us down a, a really nice rabbit hole. What were you saying beforehand? And, heck, I can't remember. <laughs> uh, well, we'll just move on. And if it comes back to you, we'll go back. That's a good sure. thing about having your own podcast. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> you, can edit, you can edit anything. You can, I can clean this up as much as I want. Yeah. So let's go and move to, you know, I was talking earlier about two types of fear. There's fear of the Lord. Now let's move on to the second one. The, the, well, let's, I'm sorry. The first one, the fear of the Lord should be encouraged for, we, for the reasons we just discussed. Now, that being said, let's move to the second type of fear now, which is uh, mentioned in 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. So while he's looking for that, um, I got it real quick. To our, okay. to our listeners, since we're talking about this fear and love, if you feel open, you can comment on, on our page and there's some fears that you have. Put that on there. Or you can always email us. If you have fears and you want prayer, email us at undauntedpursuit at gmail.com. And we would love to pray with you guys or just hear your stories. And maybe with y'all's permission, we can share some of y'all's stories on here too. Okay. Can I go ahead? Perfect. Second Timothy chapter one, verse seven. We're talking about the second type of fear, which is mentioned here. So chapter one, verse seven says, for God did not give us a spirit of timidity or cowardice or fear, but he has given us a spirit of power and of love. There's that love again, and of sound judgment and personal discipline, abilities that result in calm, well-balanced mind and self-control. I love that. It is the second type of fear is a spirit of fear, which you, if you've been following our podcast, we as believers have a holy, perfect spirit now, incapable of fear. So one can say that a spirit of fearfulness and timidity does not come from God. So how do you, how do you overcome fear? How would you, Marshall, how would you overcome fear? Uh, if it's just in my day-to-day -day life and I come across something or I'm dealing with something in my life 
and I have a fear of something or whatever it may be, it's a fear myself. How I'm going to handle that is I'm going to turn to God. I'm going to pray and I'm going to ask God to help me to overcome that fear. Give me the strength to just be able to make it through that, that, that fearful situation, whatever it may be. But I'm going to pray because I know that God's the only one who's going to get me through every situation in my life. For sure. Let's see here. Matthew chapter 10, verse 31. This is one way, especially if you're dwelling, if you're dwelling on whatever you're, whatever you're afraid of. Uh, I would add to what Marshall said as get into the word. This is a, the, the Bible is a roadmap and pertains just as much today as it did 2000 years ago or, or when it was written, however long that was written ago, it pertains the words in this, in this book, in this Bible are living and they pertain just as much today as they do as they did however long ago. So Matthew 10 verse 31 says, so do not fear. You are more valuable than many sparrows. Therefore, one the one who confesses and acknowledges me before men as Lord and Savior, affirming a state of oneness with me, that one I will also confess and, and acknowledge before my Father who is in heaven. Should I go on? Yeah, keep on keeping on. But the one, but the one who denies and rejects me before men, that one I will also deny and reject before my Father who is in heaven. Mm-hmm. I love that. I absolutely love that verse and that because that, that verse is for me, it's a daily reminder. It's like it's like on repeat because I I think about that and it's like, man, don't ever deny God in front of anybody. Like it doesn't matter if it's at work. And you know what? It, mm-hmm. it, especially at work, at the, at the workplace, because nowadays, you know, people are I, I feel like people are really afraid to talk about God in the workplace because you have to be so careful at the workplace not to offend people. You gotta walk on eggshells. Yeah. You know, and so uh, that that verse right there, it's like, you know, don't don't deny God. It's like, man, if you get something to say about God, say it. Be bold. God calls us to be bold about his word. Be bold, you know, be respectful, do it in the right way, but but be bold. Yeah. I read, I read a little further than I wanted to, but I just kind of got into the groove and I actually liked what it was saying because it broke it down that if you believe and put all your faith and trust in God, that he is with you and he will not deny you. And if you have that, that's that's ultimately how you overcome fear, tying that back in. Now, listen to what Isaiah has to say in chapter 41, verse 10. Do not fear anything, for I am with you. Do not be afraid, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Be assured, I will help you. I will certainly take hold of you with my righteous right hand, a hand of justice, of power, of victory, and of salvation. Mm-hmm. So as we state in most of our podcasts, because it is important to note consistently, and we constantly need reminded of this ourselves from time to time, is to overcome fear is to put absolute trust in God, have faith that God will never leave you or forsake you, and you can and will overcome fear. Amen. You know, I, I as I'm sitting here listening, I, I don't know what it is about today in, in this podcast, and uh, or maybe it's just combination of listening to the verses and reading the scripture and just scrolling through reading through me while I'm listening to you looking for different verses I can talk about based on what you're talking about but man I just feel so much peace while we're talking about you know God's word and talking about fear and talking about love it's just like there's just a peace all 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 over me right now you know God's just like just fill me up with this peace and I love it you know it's like God's just like yeah take it all in brother <laughs> you know yeah I mean it just it feels natural is what it does. Yeah. 
Oh yeah. It, it just, it, it feels natural. And it's when I make the, when I make these notes out for this podcast, um, to be honest with you guys, I'm, I'm making notes out. I, I'm so busy. I'm making notes for the podcast the day before. So tell me that it's not the Holy spirit guiding this because I'm, I'm making these notes and it, it just, it flows out of me. And thanks be to God that I'm, that we have uh, this content that he provides every week for you guys. And it, it I hope that we can continue to touch whoever out there with our, with our words through, um, through God working through us. Yeah. And so I wanted to go back to, I was trying to look in my notes here. Let's talk a different type of fear. And I, I, I wrote this down. I said, I wanted to talk about fear of money, but better yet, uh, let's fear of running out of money. That's a huge, that's a, that's, that's another big worry that a lot of, a lot of us humans worry about. And yes, yeah. we need it in our society, but we need to go back to that verse that we just talked about in Matthew 10, 31, that he will always provide for us. Mm-hmm. My family and I have seen this on countless occasions. We've had money, we've been broke, but we've always relied on the Lord to provide. We now have a saying uh, that it's just money. We can't take it with us. So we might as well use it where God leads us or what use it in a way that would honor God or use it. We just, we're not huge on if we got to spend it, we spend it. We don't worry about it. We've been, we've been poor, (laughs) you know, Mm -hmm. and God has always, God has always carried us. He's always carried us through, through our low times and our high times at that. Yeah. There's been plenty of times in my life. I mean, countless times when God has provided for me. I remember a specific time. This was and it was after my, my, my divorce. And I think I was dating somebody at the time, but you know, I had a good job, but I just wasn't making a whole lot of money. And one of my good friends, Cody, me and him and his wife, and, one, and I think that the girl I was at the time, I uh, went to a show. And I remember later on that earlier that week, he had asked me if he could use my, I had a little Ford Ranger and he asked me if I could, if he, if he could use it uh, for some work purposes. Mm-hmm. This was early on when he started his, his remodeling company. I thought, why does he need my truck? But okay, whatever. So I, yeah, so I, I gave it to him to use. I think that's what it was. But anyway, so he he used it, quote. When we, after we came back from that show that night, uh, we pulled up in his driveway and I'm looking at my truck parked in his driveway. It's the first time I had seen it since I let him use it. And something looked different. I was like, why did my tires look different? And so I got out and... He went, he didn't need my truck for anything. He was blessing me. He went and put four brand new tires on my truck because I was needing new tires. I didn't ask anybody for it. You know, I was going to do it eventually or whatever, but, and I was walking, I started walking on track and I dropped to my knees just crying, just thanking God because, you know, that was God providing for me through a friend, through a brother in Christ. God was providing for me. And so, you know, God, God is always there for us, whether it's something really small or something really big. You know, God always provides for us. And I, I mean, my, my wife and I, we have never gone without. God has always, always, always provided for us everything we need above and beyond what we need. And he's good. He is, he is so good. For sure. For sure. And he, he knows everything. So he already knows, he already knows your outcome to think that he won't take care of you. He already knows what's going to happen. He's not going to, he's not going to let you fall. Does he let you struggle a little bit to learn a lesson or to drive home the fact that he wants you to rely on him more? 
Yeah, but he's he never he will never leave you. I wanted to I wanted to reference the and I'm looking for it, but I can't I can't find it. And maybe you can find it. Do you remember where he talks about about the how much more will he does he let the the grass wither? Uh, you know, <laughs> does he feed the grass? Does he? You know what I mean? I, I've been looking for that verse for the past like ten minutes while you've been talking. And I can't find it. And it's sad that I don't have it memorized or know, but I cannot find a verse anywhere. Um, uh, Man, I wish I could remember it. And I thought I had it. I thought I had it in my notes, but I can't, I can't find it now. I thought I wrote it down today. It wouldn't happen to be in Proverbs, would it? I don't think so. I thought it was, I thought it was New Testament. There's so many little markers in my Bible for different things. Okay. Did you find it? I found it. Where is it? It's in Matthew chapter uh, six. Turned right to it. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Matthew chapter six, verse 25 through 34. Okay. It's a long one, but I, I wanted you guys to hear this as, as we start to maybe start to wrap this up a little bit. I do have it highlighted. Do you? I do. That's a good one. It, it, it's kind of a, a reassuring verse that goes along with fear. And it actually, in my Bible, it's the title of it is the cure for anxiety. That says Jesus teaches about worry, worry, there you go. Fear, Mm -hmm. worry. So there we go. Matthew chapter six, verse 25. Therefore, I tell you, stop being worried or anxious, perpetually uneasy, distracted about your life as to what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body as to what you will wear is life, not more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow seed, nor reap the harvest, nor gather the crops into barns, and yet your heavenly Father keeps feeding them. Are you not worth much more than they? And who of you, by worrying, can add one hour to the length of his life? And why are you worried about clothes? See how the lilies and the wildflowers of the field grow? They do not labor, nor do they spin wool to make clothing. Yet I say to you that not even Solomon in all of his glory and splendor dressed himself like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass of the field, which is alive and green today, and tomorrow is cut and thrown as fuel into the furnace, will he not much more clothe you? You of little faith. Therefore, do not worry or be anxious, perpetually uneasy, distracted, saying, what are we going to eat? Or what are we going to drink? Or what are we going to wear? For the pagan Gentiles eagerly seek all these things, but do not worry, for your heavenly Father knows that you need them. But first and most importantly, seek, aim at, strive after his kingdom and his righteousness his way of doing and being right, the attitude and character of God, and all things will be given to you also. So do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. I had read, (laughs) the silly part about it is I read that just a little while ago, and I didn't pick up on the fact that it was, that that whole section in chapter six is is about anxiety and is about fear. And he's telling us not to worry that even though you know we we walk past the grass and the birds of the air we see them flying around and he makes a good point god takes care of them and we are more precious than that we are his creation we are um made in his own image why would we not believe that he will take care of us that much more yeah and like it says you have little faith that's like i said earlier worry and fear go hand in hand and if you're worrying or if you have a fear you're not having faith 
and trust in God. So I said earlier, Jesus says it rather than that was Jesus talking. It was the red letters. That was all him telling, you know, telling us that. So you got to have faith. Don't worry. Don't have fear. For sure. Well, as we wrap this up, I'm going to, we've done a lot of Bible reading today. We have. It's good stuff. More, more so. It's good stuff. It's relevant and it's, it's worth hearing. Yeah. I want to leave you. I want to leave you guys with uh, a psalm and uh, Psalm chapter one eighteen verse six. It's short and simple. The Lord is on my side; I will not fear. What can mere man do to me? Mm-hmm. What can mere man? We are nothing compared to God's power and to compared to God's uh, pretty much compared to His power and His majesty. What can mere men do to us? Yeah, they can. They can kill us, kill our flesh, but. If we trust and believe in God and what and him sending his son to die on the cross and be raised again, we have we are bound for a better life. We are bound for uh, for a paradise in, in a new body, in uh, an eternal body. So what do we have to fear? I just want to leave you guys with that last little bit before we decide to call it for the evening. Yeah. So go out, be bold, be fearless. Don't worry and you know be be loving and uh do what god's called you to do faux show pursue your undaunted pursuit (laughs) pursue your undaunted pursuit because we are going up we're going up y'all we're taking y'all with us so guys thanks for listening thanks for tuning in Uh, we appreciate all your support and uh keep listening keep spreading the message remember to get onto our website subscribe undauntedpursuit.podbean.com. Give us a good rating wherever you listen to the podcast at. Uh, those ratings really help a lot. And Marshall, you started setting up a Facebook page, right? I started setting up a Facebook get, page. Hopefully that'll get sorted out. Hopefully that'll get sorted out. And then once I get sorted out, I'll go on to, uh, hang on, Instagram and maybe some other platforms. I'm going to try to find some faith-based platforms as well to put put this on if i can so it'll be good. perfect yeah you can hear us on uh any of the major platforms i believe that uh we're on spot we're on spotify itunes and some of the most of the other major ones some of them haven't come through yet as far as being accepted yet so it'll get there but uh for now you can find us on our webpage. you can listen download that there and most importantly subscribe eventually as this goes along i we've got plenty of extra scenes plenty of extra commentary that we can start adding in there and uh, do some exclusive content so thanks again for guys for listening and we'll see you next time on the undaunted pursuit see y'all later Bye.